You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. I sit here and I look at my desk across from me and I see Spirit Animal Oracle cards, Magic Days book, Animal Symbolism, Astrology for the Soul, Spiritual Astrology book. We're not really strangers cards. <laughs> and plants and orchids to remind me of Key West. A little black pyramid made with some type of crystal. I could never remember crystal's names. But some type of black crystal that supposedly repels negative energy because, well, I need that. But maybe the negative energy I always wanted to repel was myself. Huh. And then next to that, I have my white Himalayan salt, Himalayan salt salt lamp. Oh, on the ground over there, I don't know how that fell. I have an evil eye pendant that my friend George made me. Hand painted. Because the evil eye can protect you from negative energies too. Maybe all this time I just needed to protect myself from myself. Maybe my We're Not Really Strangers cards, I wanted to play that card game with people so bad because I really wanted to express myself and be seen for who I really am. Have an excuse in the form of a paper card to share my true feelings in the name of a game. Because just asking those questions out of the blue with no card, with no excuse of, we're playing a game, is both difficult and weird for me, for a lot of people. But I look at these animal oracle cards. I look at the animal symbolism. What is that book called? Power Animals by Lori. Remember she came on the podcast in 2019? That was one of my favorite episodes. And I still, to this day, pull that book out at least five times a week. But I sit back and I look at all of these things with you guys live right now. And I wonder, is all of this just because I was really lost and I am so desperately clawing and trying to find my way back to me through the guise of spirituality. You know, some people try and find themselves by cheating on their partner. Some people try to find themselves by chasing their passions, thinking that the things, that, the, things the people, the places that light them up the most certainly must be what I do and live and experience every single day, right? But I don't know. I mean, obviously, I am the host of the mecca that is Lightworkers Lounge. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. I got way too many feels, way too much emotions. And I don't have anybody to talk to, so I'm going to start a podcast. This is seriously why I started this. Because growing up, my mom just said this last week. She said, Steph, I think I did a pretty good job raising you guys by myself. But I'd be lying if I said there weren't some days that it eats me up that I did not teach you and your brother more about how to express yourself emotionally. 
We did not talk about emotions in our household. We showed each other, me, my mom, my brother, the trio, we showed each other that we loved each other through acts of service. There was always this underlying current of energy between us three that if you need something, I've got you, just say it. Yet, even with that sense of familiarity and comfortable energy, loyalty, none of us felt comfortable talking about relationships, love, connection, friends, pain, joy. And so I think with that said, you know, the whole reason why, and I can't, I'm not blaming anybody, but the whole reason why I didn't pursue music as a career is because a statement my mom said that she probably doesn't even remember because it was so off the cuff and passing. But I think when I was a senior in high school, and I just mentioned, because she, she asked, you know, we don't talk, right? But it was like mid-year, and my mom was like, hey, you're a senior now. You, what, what colleges are you applying to? You know, it wasn't even, do you want to go to college? It was just, well, what school are you going to? Did you pick any yet? And so already it was like, oh, this is what my mom wants me to do. No one in my family has done this, so besides her, but she did it on welfare later in life. So, of course, she's just like, this is what you do. I mean, I can't blame her because at the time, in the early 2000s, she... It's so fucking weird that I'm that old, that there's people listening to this going, whoa, you graduated high school in 2007? Oh, my God. Now I get it. Now I get it. But she just said, what, what colleges are you going to? And it scared me because I was like, oh, I guess this is the expectation. And my mom loves me and knows what's best for me. So, but I did, I did mention like, well, I kind of like, I was a DJ at the time. Uh-huh. That's right. Turntables and all DJ powers. <sighs> I feel like some of y'all are giggling at that. But I said to her, I want to be a DJ. I, I actually want to pursue this as a career. You know, right now I'm doing private parties and sporting events I would in dances. I would like to keep doing this. Maybe go to Full Sail University in Orlando to learn more about music production or something. And she looked at me and said, "Well, how do you expect to be at a club at 3 a.m. when you're pregnant? Do you really think that if you have a husband one day, he'll be cool with you at a nightclub all weekend?" And again, I don't want to paint my mom in this picture because she's an Aquarius, the most open-minded, dope woman. But I don't know where she was at in that moment. Like, think about this. Maybe she had just went through a breakup with someone or maybe she was feeling like, shit, I made the wrong decision in her career. Who knows? She could have been projecting at me. And you wait, I'll bring her on the podcast and I'll say this very story with her sitting right there and she'll have a response. That's how cool our and open our communication is. But as soon as she said that, I flashed to me being pregnant, not being able to reach my mixer or my turntables and saying, yeah, I think I'd be kind of tired and I wouldn't want to stand on my feet with a big old belly. You know, at the tender old age of 17. Oh, no, not pregnant at 17. I was 17 when my mom said that and I like flash forward to being like 24 and pregnant like, oh yeah, you're right. That, that won't work. And then peer pressure with friends and my high school boyfriend at the time going to college. I was like, well, okay, all right. I guess this is what you do. <sighs> One of the biggest regrets of my life was deciding that. And, you know, college wasn't for me. So, therefore, I jumped around, changed majors, went to four or five different schools. It was, it was what you could do. But it was not something I wanted to do. 
And even then I still, I almost went to some random university, like University of Mississippi, because they had a music production program. I was so desperate and it just makes me so sad for 17 year old me who just wanted to get into the entertainment, the arts, the music industry. I guess I am now. I'm recording on a fancy microphone with GarageBand, about to edit it and post it. We're, we're, we're back with the speakers, right? I freestyle and sing on my Instagram. Have you guys caught that yet? Whenever I'm having a rough day, I sing the blues. What did I say the other day? Oh, something... I went down to the coast, and I got really sick. Then I got poison ivy. What the fuck? Just have fun with it. Music and that will always be a part of my soul. Will it be a part of my purpose? I don't know. Should I pull an animal oracle card and ask the oracles? That's why I literally just stopped the Chiron class that I was in just now on this Friday at lunchtime because I just felt this energy that I needed to step into the studio and talk to you guys because I will forever keep this show called Lightworkers Lounge. I will forever keep my podcast episodes up in the archives from 2018, 2019, where I was big in the synchronicities, repeating numbers, twin flames, animal oracles, human design, Akashic records. I love it all. I do. But it's all self-discovery and it's all tools that are intended or supposed to be bringing you back to self. Bringing, you know, it's like we're born with our souls intact, perfectly shaped, pristine, like a shiny new car. But then as we step into the first five years, the first core memories of our life, God bless our parents, none of them are perfect. They're going to fumble the ball. Some of them just royally fumble the ball, and some of them fumble and pick it right back up and give you a pretty decent childhood. Usually not the case, but and then it shatters that brand new car. You get dents and scratches and dings. And if you're really unlucky, you get the whole windshield shattered and tires cut and it's a mess, right? And so then you enter the public school system. And well, we know how that goes. And then your soul is just ripped into a million pieces and it's scattered and physical education class, math class, science class. And you're trying to figure out, wait, who am I in the social hierarchy of me and all my peers? And your soul's pieces just get scattered everywhere. And you lose the essence of who you are. And you make decisions that are wrong for you, like pursuing higher education when you wanted to pursue the arts. And then after, you know, age 21 or so, that's when you have like your first Saturn square, a little prelude to the Saturn return at 30. You begin to get on this journey of, whoa, what the fuck am I doing? Whether you get engaged to the wrong person or find yourself in a nasty, toxic relationship where there's sexual, emotional abuse, or maybe you are absolutely broke and can almost file bankruptcy, or maybe you're doing so good in business that you're scared of how to handle it. I don't know. But you get to this point after your soul is in a million pieces where you're like, I, I don't know who I am anymore. School, education, family system aside, look at our culture, especially here in America. Look at our society and our culture. It is 
dog eat dog. It is scary. It is, it, it's just this big corporation that thrives off of you not knowing who you are because they've psychologically studied the colors of food that make you want to stop at a restaurant, hint, it's red. Go drive by any restaurant in America, maybe other countries I haven't visited yet, I don't know. Red and yellow happen to be the colors that psychologists have studied to give to marketers of these big corporations, and it makes you look and stop. Go look, if you don't believe me, go. But other than that, you walk into a drugstore and there's four aisles of makeup and beautiful photoshopped women and on pictures that say, look like this, do this. So it's just continuously like you're walking around with a fragmented soul, like one piece left over of a million. And you're just like, what do I do? Where am I? And I think a lot of us have really felt this, especially when the pandemic hit. It was like just when we thought we couldn't take anymore. Boom. And so that is why things like my own podcast, other spiritual podcasts and gurus and people, that's why these things got so hot the last three years, because all of us were walking around with fragmented souls like, help me. Can anybody join forces with me and start the search and rescue all over the world in my heart and my energetic body to help me get put back together? Please? And so you hired Akashic Records readers. You hired astrologers. You followed every single spiritual account you could. You justified looking for yourself in the wrong relationships as that person being your twin flame. It got crazy. Shit got real crazy. But now, with Saturn moving into Pisces, we can't play that shit anymore. We can't keep searching outside of us for the answers that are within and guys, I'm talking to you and myself here. We are sitting here in the lounge together. No matter where you're at, you are connecting with me in this studio, Lightworkers Lounge. And we all need to hear this message. When I look at my animal oracle deck, I'm like, I don't need to pull those. I know the answer. Ooh, let me share this with you. So when we were in Texas, as you heard in the last episode, we really had some strong realizations, which came with some very big decisions that needed to be made. Uh, that This scares me. I don't trust myself in making good decisions, so this scares me. And so I thought, okay, I'm, I'm really connected with my spirit guides, especially being down here by the ocean. That's just my mm, Atlantis, baby. You guys remember that episode? That's my place. Queen of water world. <laughs> but I thought, okay, universe, show me a marijuana leaf if I should stay in Denver Show me a can of soup if I should live near the sea. You know, just random things. I love playing that game. You guys have heard me teach and preach about it, right? All over this podcast. That night, I went to bed and I had a dream that I was in a cannabis parade. <laughs> like pot leaves everywhere. And then the next day, I forget where, but I saw a can of soup in the most random spot. And I was like, what the fuck? So wild. And then I asked again, I asked like, show me a flamingo for this, show me a fox for that. And I literally saw both very different animals in different climates. I saw both in the same like five minutes. And I thought, wait, well, what's my answer? <laughs> this isn't helping. And I've experienced that so many times because I use that tool, I'll say that in air quotes, that divination tool quite frequently because I really feel like it has helped me make 
the right decision sometimes because I don't trust myself. Simply put, it's embarrassing. I don't trust myself to make the right decision because I don't have a good track record. But maybe I do. Maybe I had just looked at the decisions I had made in the wrong light. Ooh, bar. And so I laughed about this. I thought, okay, thanks, uh, universe. Thanks for showing me both things. But then I thought, why is this? Is this like the universe, spirit, guys, angels, God, Jesus? Is this them laughing at me saying, girl, we'll show you what you want to see. But you already planted this seed in your mind. So, of course, you're naturally triggering your senses to bring in those things things. Have you ever had a dream car (laughs) that you wanted? And if you guys are OG listeners, you know, my dream car used to be a white Jeep lifted black rims. Well, ended up getting a white Toyota 4Runner lifted mud tires, black rims, close enough. But I would see white Jeeps all the time, everywhere, everywhere. And you know what's funny is the moment I got my 4Runner, my Jeep, I didn't see him anymore. Jail and I used to have this inside joke about the name Tesla. What do you think both of us saw everywhere? <laughs> and the moment the joke gets stale, it's like you, you don't feel that thing anymore. I really still believe strongly in the law of attraction. And so when I say, universe, show me a flamingo or show me an octopus at this, they're both going to come in because I just planted the seeds of them both, you know? And so I share this because I think it's silly that I reach outside of myself for an answer I already know. It's silly that I reach outside of myself and spend a lot of money on these books and crystals and tarot and oracle cards, all for answers I already know. Now, going back to that soul and fragments Example and analogy, the more you find those pieces of your soul and you get out the super glue of life and stick them together, and I find this metaphor for glue is love and connection and authentic acceptance from people around you. You glue these pieces of your soul back together to be that brand new shiny car with a little bit of glue on the side. You can make decisions effortlessly with no oracle cards, with no signs from spirit, with no 222 on license plates. You don't need any of that. Let those things be cool and naturally happen. You know, it's funny on days where, remember what we said in a podcast episode a few episodes back where we were like, um, when you're, let's say, on a vacation or on an adventure or spending time disconnected from technology with people you love and love you back. You forget that the moon's in Aries. You don't ever think that Pluto is squaring Saturn. You don't, those things don't cross your mind because you are in your soul's essence. You don't need astrology. You don't need tarot and oracle. You don't need human design. You don't need any of it. JL asked a really good question the other day. He said, can you name someone who's using their birth chart or their human design and is wildly successful in like all areas of life because of it. And I couldn't. And I don't think I could because I think the people who are wildly successful and their souls are mostly intact 
they don't spend so much time studying it, focusing on it. And of course, I look in the mirror with this because this is all I do. But my job is to simply give you a big chunk of your soul's pieces back. When you guys invest in readings with me, we're sitting on Zoom, connecting, having tea and coffee with a little music playing in the background to lighten the ambiance. And we are pulling pieces out from the sky, from the stars, from your chart. And I've got the glue gun and I'm putting them back together for you. And so the goal when you leave a reading with me is you feel a little more whole, if not a lot. And I, my goal with astrology and my teachings, even these podcast episodes, is that maybe one day you feel so full in your life, your life pie, or in my health coach practice, we call it your primary food plate, is so full with delicious nutrition and love and connection and fulfillment that you don't really feel the need to turn on my podcast, that you don't really feel the need to invest in any readings or <sighs> crystals and oracle cards. My gosh, the money. Uh, oh, that's almost nauseating to imagine how much money I've spent on spiritual tools. And I know for a fact that even though I'm the queen of light workers lounge over here, I know people who have spent triple of what I have on these things. And I will say spirituality is this really cool interest and passion for me. I, I really don't think I'll ever stop buying the books because it's just intriguing for me. But yeah, that's where I'm at. Maybe I'll title this podcast episode, What the Fuck Universe? <laughs> Question mark. I don't know. It's still a very, very big part of my life, but as you guys can sense and tell, and a lot of you are experiencing the same thing. You write in and tell me. It's really cool. We are, our feet are getting planted back on the ground. I think during the last three years, all of our heads have been in the clouds. Even I would even go as far as saying the last six, seven years. Our heads have been in the clouds, and we're craving roots. Literally, a lot of people are buying land to build roots, but metaphorically speaking as well, we're craving roots and stability. We got too much Pisces, spiritual, Aquarian energy these last five to six years. We want to feel real things. We want real connection, not on the internet. We want to eat food that we grew on our land, not things that fly here from Costa Rica. We're craving that grounding Taurus Capricorn, earthy, earth sign, Virgos, you too, that earth sign energy. All right, that's all I got. I got to hop back on to a birth chart reading. If you guys want one, lightworkers-lounge.com. Click on birth chart readings. If you don't know your sun, moon, and rising, I highly suggest investing in the basic birth chart reading. But if you are familiar with your big three and you really want to see like what this Saturn and Pisces season has coming up for you, invest in the advanced reading. You guys know you get a podcast listener's discount code. Use code gratitude at checkout. And feel free to sign up for our Monday newsletter, What's New and Good. I check in with you guys, share what's on my heart. You guys love to hit reply and respond to me. I love the dialogue we create in my inbox. So don't be shy. It's free. It's fun. It's just for more connection on the internet. Hopefully one day it'll be in person. Fingers crossed we get these retreats popping off so I can see you guys 
in the flesh. We can sit and drink, I don't know, margaritas or mocktails if we don't want alcohol and listen to the palm trees just move and talk about astrology and talk about real life. Okay? I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to Lightworkers Lounge. Sending love from Colorado and beyond. Peace.